Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Hero's Journey, an unschooling podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Eddie. I'm here with two very special guides, Miss Nikki and Miss Nicole. Go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hello. Hello. So we've been off for a couple of weeks. Um, the uh, massive I mean, flu epidemic that's gone through the country <laughs> uh, slash the area. Um, we've all been kind of recovering from that. Miss Nicole has been away on, on in the awesome hero's journey to Norway yes. uh, with her husband, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, and uh, this is our last week as well. So we're going to do a quick recap of what happened this week. So uh, Tuesday is our launch as we came in. Uh, Tuesday was a really awesome day. When I was a kid, one of my dreams was to become an astronaut. So one of the things I used to always love doing was watching shuttle launches. And as we all know now, as adults, is that the shuttle launch program no longer exists. And it was a very sad day for me. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we still launch rockets into space um, via privatized companies. So on uh, Tuesday, uh, Elon Musk, who is, for those of you who don't know, uh, the owner of Tesla, the creator of Tesla, uh, the car company, uh, also is the owner of SpaceX, um, decided to launch the Falcon Heavy, which is the heaviest rocket ever to be launched uh, into space. Um, Heavy payloads being basically the most amount. So he decided to put his car with a dummy, his own personal car, not just any Tesla, with a dummy inside the car and a camera feed. Now that we have live streaming technology, we're able to watch the launch and see what's inside of of that that rocket. So it was really cool. So we launched the day on Tuesday talking about why is he doing this, right? And so uh, I posted Instagram. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm trying to start a little bit more be media heavy to promote a lot of everything that we're doing here. Um, so a lot of stuff that I do on Instagram, I'll share a link or post back to our pages. So um, even though I'm not using the Esteem Academy um, actual site, it's easier to find because you can just have the link and watch that on our Facebook page or something like that. But um, so we talked about it. We said, you know, maybe he's doing it to achieve a dream, um, accomplish a dream, maybe just send heavier things out into space. And this was a Socratic discussion that they all uh, was the basic question is, why is he doing this? That was the Socratic discussion for the day. Um, and then later on that day, we got to watch <laughs> the rocket launch, which is really cool because they're all counting down. They're like, yeah. five, four. <laughs> it goes off, shoots off into space, um, and it's a live feed, so they're seeing every single aspect. Uh, and it's funny because when I brought it up, I was like, hey, we're going to watch a, a, a rocket launch today. And... Um, of course, there were some concerns in the building. Both By from, me. Yeah. <laughs> Ms. Nikki. <laughs> so I relived the experience I went through in third grade watching the Challenger um, attempt to launch. And then, of course, the disaster that followed after that. Um, very different times, you know, live TV versus streaming. And, and luckily, Eddie told me that this was just a dummy in there. There weren't actually <laughs> people. So then I was excited. We also, I mean, you told me, too, you had a student that was I did. I grew up in mm-hmm. I grew up in New Hampshire and we had a new student joining our classroom and she had come from Concord um from the classroom of Krista McAuliffe. And so you know we were extra excited because you know she was with us and she was watching her former teacher oh, you wow. know fly into space. Yes. Yeah, so when um when it failed sadly um it was quite devastating. Um she was you know quickly ushered out of the room with the guidance counselors and stuff. They were you know sensitive to know that she must be experiencing some sudden grief um and they addressed it quickly, but it was one of those moments where mm-hmm. you'll never forget you know exactly yeah. where you were and and at the time that it happened so so Tuesday's experience was really cool because of course, one of our students was like, "I want to see it explode." 
And I'm like, well, like, that's you, not the goal. Yeah. And, and uh, friendly family that's listening, I posted up a video on our, our Tribe Connect, which is a private Facebook um, group um, where it's all a, a basically like an edited video of all of the failed rocket launches and lands and explosions that happen um, mm-hmm. from SpaceX. Because um, one of our students just wanted to see it, <laughs> so I mean, here at Esteem, of course, we we celebrate failure. And I know for the, any of you new listeners, that sounds kind of funny and weird and off. Um, but it's not like hooray, you failed. You know, it's more of a what have you learned from this failure? Well, how can you grow from this? Um, and so, if the rocket didn't launch correctly or something didn't went go wrong, I was telling the whole group is that uh, first off, there's no one in the ship. There's no one. In, you know, it's a it's a dummy inside of a car. Secondly, um, if it does explode for whatever reason or doesn't, you know, su- successfully land back down, it's a failure, and we should celebrate the fact that he's he learn he's learning from that. Um, well, and he has. He's had many failures. In so the past. many failures. Mm-hmm. SpaceX, yeah, has had and a lot of them. Spoiler alert: going. It was a, a massive success. Yeah. And even when the two side rockets simultaneously landed on the platform, mm-hmm. which Amazing. It, it was yeah, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" and clapping, <laughs> and so it was a lot of fun. Um, they were playing Bowie, right. uh, you know, in space. Yeah. Um, so that was that was really cool. And that was our that was our Tuesday. Um, Wednesday we had our um, exhibition of learning, and so. Yes. Everyone scrambled to finish, you know, the last pieces. Uh, me and Miss Nikki were working with uh, prep students to go over their, you know, their presentation and really like drill them and grill them and try to get them to get it down right. Which I think they did a phenomenal job. Oh, you, it wasn't that hard. We had to. We did practice a few times, but they were very excited, and I think they did a great job. Um, writing their scripts, um, I helped them with that. It wasn't our words; it was their words, mm-hmm. and um, making their case. They mm-hmm. used that evidence, and they made uh, logical deductions of how they eliminated suspects and what was the you know the deciding factor of the matching DNA. And it was really nice to have that knowledge put into the practical aspect of of using it. And um, their performance or their presentation was. Wonderful. I think they did a great job. Oh, they did great. Not only did they really speak clearly um, and present it to the audience who was, you know, maybe hearing it for the first time, um, you could see they really understood. Like, they could explain how they had deduct or deduced, mm-hmm. right? Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Deduced. Deduced. Yeah. <laughs> Deducted. Whatever. Um, you, they, they understood. You're like, well, why, you know, how did you determine from this newspaper, right? And he's like, well, if you look, if you look at the ransom letter and then here, look at this eye, and you go over here to this newspaper and you can see it matches here. So it was really great to see, especially mm-hmm. our young prep and discovery kids, um, not only make those connections to come up with a conclusion, but then to be able to articulate and mm-hmm. share Mm-hmm. Um, very clearly how they did that. So they were very impressive, in my opinion. And we had three groups. We live-streamed on Facebook for our tribe yeah, as on well, our private, on our private you know, group. Family um, so the families, because we had a couple families that couldn't see it, mm-hmm. um, and it was they were able to see what the presentation was like, because they, they had also participated and helped out with the whole yeah. quest. Um, and then we also had two other groups, um, one upper elementary mix of middle school launch pads, so they kind of like split a little bit of middle school and elementary yeah, we have bit. basically we took all the upper studios from third grade all the way through, um, you know, our junior high students and mixed the teams, mm-hmm. you know, mixed ages. Um, and there was two teams. So the upper studios resulted in two teams and prep and discovery were one team. So three teams total. And the first team presented, mm-hmm. you know, they, they said their case. Um, one student definitely led the mm-hmm. group more than others, but were there to clearly state what they went through, what the modules were like. Um so in this quest, it was a forensic science quest, and the 
Quest was split up between the Upper Studios and Prep and Discovery, um, which they're now upgraded to Prep, which we should announce. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Like, I guess. Yeah, well, yes, we had a, a big milestone where um, that our, our Discovery students who come in and, and do just that, they learn through discovering, um, have been doing the uh, Prep academics, and they have been displaying character traits of prep students. And so I brought them all in and said, you know, since you're doing this, let's just welcome you to prep. And they're, uh, you know, sat up a little straighter and their smiles in their faces and they've really risen to it. And that was one thing that I was going to talk about in this session was the amount of progress that we've seen in the ad- academics and also in the character develop. We're really seeing leaders rise and in a way where they get people to follow them. Um, or, you know, it, it, it changes. They take turns. There's no, you know, one dictator. They're all showing development of leadership skills and personal accountability. Um, we've done a lot of team building um, kind of in response to seeing the overuse of the peace table has turned into the police table. Um, <laughs> so we focused on some team building and really looking at yourself when you're you're holding somebody accountable to make sure, you know, that you're talking to them the way you want to be talked to and um, giving them a little bit of room just like you would want if you were in that situation too. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a lot of growth in the tribe and a lot stronger in this session. has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they had the... Uh the forensics quest for the prep students, and that was like, who stole the cookie? It was uh, the case of Otis Spunkmeyer. And then for the upper studios, we had the case of... Uh, it was who killed Ken- uh, Henry Ward, Henry which Ward. is... So basically, the younger students, um, a crime scene was mm-hmm. established in the studio. A little bit and too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And we had a couple that, students that who were... That role-playing, they thought it was um, real. Yeah. <laughs> we need to call the police. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they... So they had a live crime scene to, to walk into and to look around and evaluate, mm-hmm. right, and collect cold. evidence. Mm-hmm. Whereas our upper students had what you would call a cold case, a case from 1901, where they have a box of, of old evidence, you know what I mean? And they have to just basically use what's in this box and see if they can come up with... Um, a conclusion as to who, in fact, did kill Henry Ward. And so the uh, first group went up and presented. Mm-hmm. Um, they completed most of the, I call them modules or boxes, mm-hmm. to, to provide the facts and provide the evidence. Um, they didn't have the physical evidence with them to showcase, mm-hmm. but they had a display board, you know, and they talked about it a little bit. Um, and the second group came up, mm-hmm. and first off the bat, they had, there was nothing to display because they didn't complete the quest. Correct. But the one thing that, oh, yay, failure. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, the one thing that was, was beautiful about it is that the students that were in this group typically at first didn't quite do too well when it came to not meeting the expectation or not working. Mm-hmm. Um, if they didn't finish something, I mean, it would be mental breakdown or you know trying to blame another. In this case, it was completely different. They, they all stood up there and owned it. They said, yes, we, although we didn't complete it, here's why, here's what we learned. And they were willing to answer the questions. And, and Oh, I, you know, I agree. And I mean, you even saw it just in the way in which they stood in front of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, there was complete ownership, really, mm-hmm. even, even in their posture. You know, I was like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, we didn't finish it and we didn't do it for all of these reasons, our own personal things that we didn't do, you know, that we could do better next time. And the things that we did do, we could we couldn't narrow it down to a final conclusion. So, again, that was the other thing that I had come mm-hmm. in. I was like, well, thank you for not just standing up here and falsely accusing someone just to have someone to, you Go know, what I mean, bus. try to accuse. Yeah. Um, so just 
everything about all three teams, in my opinion, watching them was just amazing. Mm-hmm. You, you just saw growth across the board, and it was just a huge, huge success, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as an adult, and I think about having to stand up in a room full of your peers and your mentors and, you know, family mm-hmm. and admit that you didn't complete the task. And that would be so hard. I mean, in my position as an adult, and here we have these young adults, these young heroes that did it. Right. And well, yeah, because they weren't standing up saying we didn't complete the task or that we failed at the task because we put our best work in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can stand up and, and fail. You know, you can attempt a project and you can fail at it. But it's not as difficult when you know you've given it your all, mm-hmm. right? Because that's part of it. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. But I gave mm-hmm. it my all. Yeah. But to know that you didn't, Yep. that's a very difficult and thing. And to say the words. And to <laughs> say the words, yeah, and to really take ownership of it. And that was what was so beautiful about that entire group and their ability to stand up there and say, no, we, we didn't do the work. Uh, and we own that. So, mm-hmm. yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm hopefully expecting that next session when they tackle the quest that they'll come in with more tools and uh, more ambition and they're going to get further further along. So right. I'm excited about the next quest too. And today we calculated all the points. So <clears throat> when we announced who, who got the quest. But today, not only that, the Upper Studios um, got to go on a little field trip. I had oh, we to go, did, yeah. I had to go teach a class outside. Yeah. Um, but tell us how that how that went. What it was, was it super like? cool. So we went to the Round Rock Police Department, um, and they welcomed us in and gave us a tour of uh, some of their forensic labs. So we went to uh, their fingerprint lab because that's predominantly what they do. do there is in that lab is deal with um, fingerprinting analysis and forensic. They don't do like DNA and stuff. They send that off to an outside lab that does more detailed work there. Um, so we went and we got to see that and see all the machines and then they, you know, got to touch the the mirror and then they dusted it, you know what I mean, with the fingerprint dust and then put tape on it to show how the fingerprint was, you know, pulled off of the mirror. So that was really cool. And then they brought us into the um, um, digital forensics lab. Um, which really sounds more glamorous than it actually is because they're just on computers and they're pulling up and trying to find images and stuff. But I really liked it because um, the detective who was in there with us, uh, first of all, Mia had her phone out videoing, the, you know, the whole thing. Eddie, you, you know, talk about your vlogger. You know, yeah. I think Mia's uh, <laughs> uh, probably our vlogger. But... She was videoing the whole thing, and of course, you have much older detectives, and they're just like, how old are you? And you have a cell phone, you know, because most of us didn't get <laughs> cell phones until we were adults, and no, recognizing that it's a different world that they live in. But he literally stopped. He's like, you know, I just there's two things that, you know, I like to tell teenagers, and all of you guys are going to be teenagers soon, but you're going out there, and two things that you need to know about these phones, you know, um, and those safety warnings, and that was that, one, you know, don't put anything out there that you don't want seen, because once it's out there, that's it. It's out there forever. It can follow you. And two, you can delete it all you want to, but it's never really gone. And it's funny because Tristan was like, my mom tells me this all the time. I'm like, well. It's true. So how did it feel to learn from somebody else that your mom is, in fact, right? <laughs> mom. I know, mom. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, so today, um, which teams got the badges? Because the way that we evaluate, for those that don't know, um, we have a standard of excellence mm-hmm. and we have an actual sheet that tells you you know, if out of this many points, what they did, depending upon the work, and that's all set up before the quest begins, um, and the students know, you know, a little bit about what they should do, but that one sheet is for our parents, our audience, and based off of the sheets that they give and the evaluations they give, determines the amount of points they actually receive for the quest. 
um, and whether or not they received a forensics uh, batch. So which we went through, I went through with the um, prep students, mm -hmm. um, just counting each little one and played it like, oh, hey, okay, so we need, just like in real life, every single juror needs to agree. If one of these sheets says that he's not guilty or you're not going to convict him, then we don't, we don't win. We don't get the, <laughs> you know, we don't, so slowly, I was go, after we tattled mm -hmm. all the points, okay, now it comes down to this, you know, and acted out like if I was reading it in real, you know, <laughs> court. And they're tallying, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, so, I can hear them cheering every came, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, they're on a party in yeah. there. Came down to the last one, I was like, okay. And I read the notes first because the notes weren't really, and, and I'm assuming it's uh, our wonderful guest who came by, um, Peter Carrasco, I think is actually one of my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, he with the Round Rock Police Department. And I think he, he wrote on there, you know, like his notes. And so I was reading them out loud. And it wasn't like a, oh, yes, this is solid. It was just kind of like a feedback for them. Like, mm -hmm. you did this, and it was great to see this. And it was, it was cool to see this, you know. And then, so I read that out loud, and they're like, that doesn't sound like a good thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, we don't, that's not a definite yes. And so I finally slowly read it, and I was like, guilty. And they were all cheering. Like, yeah, <laughs> we got the quest points. So that was, that was fun. Yeah, so they told me afterward, they're like, we weren't sure we were going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, you guys did so good. Yeah, did <laughs> I'd have given it to you. Right? So um, how, did, how did the upper uh, studios do on that side? Well, back to the, to the, our prep students. Now they, they're like, so when do we get our badge? <laughs> so I guess this week on our break, I'll be making some quest badges. Yeah, right? they're, so they're like, where's my badge? I'm like, put yeah. this up on the wall with the rest <laughs> yeah. of our certificates. Yeah, so they're so literal in that sense. Okay, I'll, yeah. you know what? Next week, you'll get them. The badge. Um, and Nicole, you went the upper students? Yeah, yeah, I took it with the upper students. So um, I went in with um, the first team that presented yesterday, and, and it was very simple. It's like, let's pull out our, our quest. Um, what were the two challenges? You know what I mean? What was the challenge presented, and what did you have to meet in order to, uh, you know, successfully win or beat the challenge? Um, okay, great, and that was this many points, and that was this many points. And we just mapped that out. Okay, so this one, I needed to do this, I got this many points. This one, I did this, and I got this many points. So for the total quest, you can have a total of how many points? Great. Well, what's our standard of excellence? A minimum of four out of five or better, right? So based on this many points, total, how many does it does the equivalent of four out of five? Okay, that's it. All right, now let's go back and look. Did and then Let's look at each portion of it. Did you do this? Yes. How many points did that earn you? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. The first team, it was really quick. They had met all of the challenges. Um, and actually, the first one, they were only required to beat one of the games. They beat two of them, so they got bonus points, right? <laughs> um, so they actually ended up scoring more than the required points on the quest. So they easily earned it. Um, and they were like, yeah, great. I was like, congratulations, you earned the badge, this, that, and the other. And then I gave them the feedback sheets from our guest and said, okay, you know, sit down with the group and you guys go over your feedback and talk about it. And then the last thing they do... In the upper studios is the self-reflection, right, where they go and they talk about the project and what worked and this, that, and the other. So they just went through that process on their own, and they were really excited and, and really, you know, pumped up about it. And then, of course, they go into the other room with the team that didn't, and it's like, yeah, I mean, we know. And it's like, okay, but let's still look at it, okay? So same thing. What did we need to do? Now, what did we do? And it was funny because, actually, um, one of them was like, I said something about, you know, they're like, we only needed to complete one in the first challenge. I'm like, yeah, but what happens if you had done two, right? It's bonus, right? Well, what would have mattered? Well, that's an interesting question. So let's go. So we tallied up, you know, their points. They're literally five points away from what they needed to get their four out of five. Mm -hmm. Even though they may not have been able to come to the board, right? Like, they, they would have at least mm -hmm. earned the points required to get them to, um, to a certain point. And I'm like, so... 
Now, what would have happened had you done that extra challenge? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have that about you know that realization, mm-hmm. and you're like, so we we get to talk about that, you know what I mean? Sounds like, a bit like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and then the same thing. They were left with um, the feedback sheets from the audience and the self reflection, um, and ultimately uh, that was it. It was it was a good day. I showed up. Um, I said, don't forget to add your points on your journey tracker, and they loved it because it was like boom. You know, yeah. we only got, you know, we were supposed to get 25 and we got 30. They had the group that scored yeah. more and it was like all of a sudden they had 30 points pop on their journey tracker, which they love that because, you know, that, you know, equals bucks. And yeah. so that was, it was an exciting day. Yeah, it was. It was a really good day. Great way to end this the session. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we still have clubs tomorrow, but as far yeah. as like, you know. Uh, our core academic. This is the last day of this session. So there, it was, it was and um, I will be updating the badge maps. I wasn't able to get them all done. They're still working today. We had some kids doing core studies during free time yeah. um, later in the afternoon. So I want to be able to include that in that session in this session. So you'll expect those if you're a parent. You, your child will have those and be able to explain them to you um, at the beginning of next session. And we'll go over, you know, their progress with them here so they can set some really good goals. Well, I think that's another um, thing, yeah, we can probably mention. Um, now we're in third session and, and really in the swing of things, so we're starting to do um, kind of one-on-one student sessions, right? So Nikki's mm-hmm. over there working with Prep and Discovery, and she's got the badge map and sits down with them and, and gives them the opportunity to ask questions and talk about it and really, evaluate, again, evaluate what's in front of mm-hmm. them and grasp it and understand it and set goals from themselves. And we'll do the same thing yeah, with, uh, with the upper students mm-hmm. when we return. Once their badge maps are up to date, we're halfway through, and it's like, okay, now let's sit down, let's have a, a council meeting, mm-hmm. let's see where you're at, let's see where we're, what's working, what's not, what specific goals are we going to set to try to get us to that next level. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. Identify any problems that they yeah. need tools for or mm-hmm. just to discuss and touch, touch base, and they'll be able to communicate that information to their families mm-hmm. because that's the the goal is that because it's their education and, and their grades that they own it and they'll explain it to parents. So mm-hmm. we're not a typical school in that sense where we just post the grades online where parents can log in. Know that we're, we expect our students to tell their parents where they're at. Um, yeah, and, and show and share and talk mm-hmm. about it with their family. Right. Again, everybody's in this journey with them together. Mm-hmm. It's not just watching from the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just looking at you know a report card or, like you said, logging mm-hmm. online. No, sit down and talk to them. Let them show you that map. Um, ask them about it, you know, ask them where they think they're, you know, really soaring, ask them where you think they're struggling, right? And then what they're going to do, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to keep soaring and what they're going to do to face those struggles. So it's always going back to our students. Yeah. And I guarantee that it's going to just make your heart so full. <laughs> yeah. These young heroes are really starting to, to fly yes. and it's beautiful. Absolutely. So next session, um, our quest for next session is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, I'm pretty much running it. Um, so we are doing a Texas history lesson, I believe. No, no, oh. no, no. No? We switched them, remember? Oh, that's We're right. We're doing survivalists. Survivalists, yes. It I'm ends su- with I'm a camping excited. trip. Camping trip. Yes. Yeah, because yes. who wants to camp at the end of May? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not that bad. You know, it's not as hot and depending on Texas weather. So it, it, we'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, um, you remind me. Yes, I'm super excited about that. Um, definitely going to be a vlog in there. Oh, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get, you know, some of the students that helped me out with that one. The one after that is our Texas history. Yes. Yes. And that one, we're putting together a play. Yes. Um, and I'm going to incorporate live cinema into that. Yeah, that's going to um, be super fun, too. Which is going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna yeah, the next two quests are going to be 
crazy it's awesome. All our quests are awesome. I know, they really are. They're so much fun. <laughs> for, for, of course, for anyone listening that has either never heard of us or this is the first time you're, you're, you know, you got sent this by a family member, um, we are such a unique school in the sense that it, it's so independent driven, learn driven, mm -hmm. independent learn driven. The students themselves are helping out. So when you hear about these quests and what we're doing, the guides don't go in there and say, here's your next step, here's what you do. Um, every and every question is pretty much answered with another question, mm -hmm. helping them get that get to their own answer. Um, so when it comes to like the the quests themselves, we can't really do it for them or help them, but we can definitely be there to be like guide rails. Yeah, um, we're just supporting them on the journey. Like the quest is a project, you know, in and of itself. It's got um, each quest has different criteria, different challenges, different deliverables. Right, what your end result is that you're hoping mm -hmm. to accomplish. Um, and that's all laid out in their quest documentation that they get at the beginning of the session. And, and it's theirs to jump in and dive and to figure out and to put together. And again, to either succeed at doing or to fail and to own it if they don't. And it, and it compiles a lot of what they're learning in their core aspect into a project-based, hands-on, you know, kind of um, learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. As, and life skills as well, which was very silly. It's a little side note story without getting too in detail. But today had a small incident. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in the upper studio and the students that were involved um, no one really was trying to figure out who who done it right uh, so <laughs> what they do what they do they use all of their skills that they learned in forensics quest <laughs> they, they did. went through handwriting analysis <laughs> they, 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 they evaluated the evidence at the scene they had yes. <laughs> right they had their witnesses and, yes you know, they did they, they have witnesses. witnesses it was and then when they shared the story with me later they had to take me back to the quote-unquote scene of the crime yes <laughs> and I'm like okay so and then it's what I thought was just gonna be them walking me into the scene of the crime and telling me about it became a live reenactment yes. Of the of the um, the incident at hand, so it was it was, it was definitely passionate. They were passionate. Oh, they were. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it wasn't like I'm trying to point it out and say this was you. It was really like no. It was like look how we figured how it we out. Figured like it we out. did this and this and this and this and all oh, right. And yeah, so it was great. Yeah. That's it was funny to see a real life situation yeah. um, using those skills. So, anyways, um, that's what we did this week. A quick recap. Quick. Yeah. Uh, so what we're we'll be back in two weeks. Um, yeah, we're off next week. Off next week, and then we'll be back on mm -hmm. Monday the... Oh, are you going to make me look 19th. at my calendar? Probably, yeah, because I don't... The 19th? Monday... So the 19th. Oh, yeah, good call, Eddie. Monday the 19th. Yes, so Damn. Monday the 19th, we're back with our clubs, and then we go back into our... Um, session four, we session. kick off, yeah. Uh, and then... So, uh, really quick, I just want to talk and review to see what we're up to and what we plan over the, bre over the break. I'm going to kind of go over some ideas for our survivalist quest. Uh, and then, mm -hmm. Nick, uh, Nicole, I wanted to ask you yeah. how your Norway trip went. Uh, so, tell us about that. Why did you go to Norway, first off? Um, well, because I married an awesome husband, that's why, so I got a, a free trip to Norway. Uh, <laughs> no, my husband uh, is a, amongst many things, a very talented film composer. And he had a client that had reached out to him, a Norwegian band, and had asked that he compose some orchestral backing tracks for some of their songs for their album that they were doing, and he did that. And then they reached back out again and said, hey, we're going to do a concert and we want to fly you out here to perform on two of the songs live at the concert with us. And he was like, great, you know, can I bring my wife? And they're like, yeah. So uh, the band flew us out to Norway and 
it was and hosted us. Um, one of the band members and his fabulous wife hosted us in their house out in the country, and it was just fabulous and magical and relaxing. And then he ended up playing ten songs uh, with the band, like the whole concert, you know, thing. It was a big deal. It was pretty amazing to see my husband up on stage. And he doesn't typically play live on stage. That's not what he, he's usually mm-hmm. in the room composing, right? And so that was a big step in his, you know, just hero's journey. And talk about, right. you know, your, yeah. your challenge donut yeah. in your comfort zone. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I know he was really nervous and, you know, but it was also great for him because it was like, but see, you can do it, right? Just because mm-hmm. you haven't right. doesn't mean you, you lack the ability. And now you did it. So what are you going to do with it next? And so I think it really inspired him as well and inspired both of us in a lot of ways, um, you know, with his music and some stuff that we even want to collaborate on. Uh, with regards to his music, we're actually going to be working to try to get the Norwegian band to come to Texas. I'm looking uh, at a couple of venues that we're going to try to reach out to to see if they want to bring this band here. Because, I mean, let me just say, this band is... is well, what's the name of the band? You, um, it's the... called Light Without Shadow. Okay. And, you know, like we were talking, we were like, how do you even describe it? And they're just one of those bands that are just very unique. So they don't fall into a lot of mainstream stuff. And ultimately, I was like, the only way I could really say it is like New Age, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that kind of open thing. But very... Um, deep spiritual healing type of lyrics that they're writing. You know the kind of things that make you think and 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 really challenge your perspective. And then they team it with a combination of acoustic guitar and a, a electric guitar. And, and and then their percussionist doesn't have a drum set. You know what I mean? He's got the drum box and all these other percussion instruments. And their lead singer can sing opera um, every bit as much as he could sing rock and had amazing control over his voice. So, And you had this stage full of just musicians who are a lot like my husband. They're not necessarily strictly classically trained, disciplined musicians. And that's why it's so magical, you know, and they, they shared stories about how, you know, they try to bring those members into their band um, and it just doesn't work. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we talk about esteem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it, it is. It, it was such, it was. Um, there are, Nor- they very much are our Norwegian tribe um, uh, spirit mates and, 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 and all of that and in music. And so it was amazing and it was snowy and cold and mm-hmm. um, everybody was so nice and just, it was fabulous. It was inspiring. Yeah. And it's really cool because, first off, there's a project poster that's sitting on the wall. It's been on the wall. <laughs> yes. So I've been wanting to pry you about this because I know it's been a project you've been working on for a long time. Uh-huh. So how did this trip inspire you to move a step further into com- accomplishing that project? Well, I mean, it, it definitely kind of lights a fire. Uh, the project you're talking about, Vikings versus Werewolves. I know it sounds silly, but it's actually brilliant. It was <laughs> written by our business partner, uh, Leah Weinberger. She's an amazing writer. And she really... Um, has done this really interesting take um, on the mythology of even the the werewolf and taking back the mythology back to um, the time of Lilith, Adam's first wife. Uh, so there's very strong female um, empowerment themes in this and that whole idea of um, gender struggle. And you see a lot of, in inside the script, you have a lot of powerful female characters in those roles, you know what I mean, serving and leading as opposed to you know, typically given to men. So it's a very exciting script that we very much love, and we've had this project forever. But unlike some of our other indie films, it's nothing that's going to be shot particularly cheap. I mean, it's Vikings. It's werewolves. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just from a production value stance, like none of that is, you know, um, that easy to shoot. So that's always been our challenge and something we don't want to rush into and we don't want to compromise on it. But it was nice to go to Norway. We went to the Viking Museum. 
and and you just see all the artifacts and the ship and the intricacies and you know they hear stories about the Vikings. The Vikings are a fascinating people. I mean, they were obviously very Thank brutal. You. Thank and, you. And, yeah, you know, and they were and they were very the, brutal. Mistake is part Viking. Um, we found out that. Found that it yeah, and they yeah. were they were hardcore, but they were also innovative in so many ways. Um, so yeah, I just came back inspired. I mean, pictures, pictures, glorious. Like, okay, so my production designer needs to see this. Yes. And my cotton <laughs> hair and makeup girl, you need to see this. And all right, you know what I mean? I know what, you know, the, the backdrop looks like and, and, and what the landscape is. Mm. And, you know, like we, we drove up this mountain, you know, where they were skiing and it's covered in snow. But then you look out over this city with this big body of water behind it and these cliffs you know what i mean in the water and just like and this is just all in this one space it was just yeah it was pretty magical so it's definitely got me excited and you know wanting to try to move that project forward so if anybody wants to make a movie about vikings versus werewolves call me (laughs) um yeah miss nikki any thoughts or things that you're excited for something you've been working on recently I have to say personally, guys, for anyone who, from day one that we've been here, and I've probably never said this before, but I've seen a massive growth in Miss Nikki's like passion and calling to be here. To podcast? <laughs> okay, I was I was doing okay. So, like my microphone, I think I'm losing hearing and then um, I was fine, but now I'm starting to blush. Yeah. Now she's getting all sweaty. Oh, back to day one on the podcast. Day one. Uh, but no, like seeing how you know, as far as like she talks about the, the badge maps and you know being involved with the students and really like just seeing how from day one when we started and opened the school to today is just mm-hmm. like a massive growth. And Thank I you. I can only imagine yeah, I agree. Like where, where you'd be, you know, five years, ten years from now with students and education and work. So you can definitely see that's your hard passion. Uh, and it's definitely come out more being here. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for saying that. And I, I can feel it myself, too, um, when I'm doing, you know, teacher. Re- like, I'm excited to make badge maps. Right? <laughs> what are you going to do on your break? Make badge maps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. We love to see their progress as much mm-hmm. as they love to see it and sometimes even more. And to be able to share it and, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so exciting. And it, it brings my, my you know, intellectual together with my creative side like my left and my right brain come together and um put those things out there so it feels good for me it feels like i'm you know getting out my art so to say Mm -hmm. because they're very colorful yes of course (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um parents really quick just want to ask you guys what's first um please fill out our survey when we send it out yes i will um, (laughs) (laughs) parents I will be sending out the end of session survey, which I do at the end of every session um, and the end of session email recap. And mm-hmm. again, if I send out an email, there is something in there that you need. It's going to give you information that's going to help us moving forward. Um, so please complete the survey that helps us do our constant critical review to make sure that we are serving our tribe, um, our whole tribe together. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're mm-hmm. all in this together. Um, and we'll talk about expectations, things we've got coming up, projected dates for things like, I don't know, a camping trip, which is our <laughs> exhibition of learning mm-hmm. at the end of this quest, um, and probably even reaching out to some of them to help kind of coordinate, you know, that big event. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm going to have an emergency backpack <laughs> somewhere just in case they forget to, you know, put food out. Or, right, right. Because they're going to be handling, the, the kids are handling the whole yeah. thing, mm-hmm. the whole planning and meals and, and all that stuff. So, um all right, I have to take that back. I'll put my trust in them. Yeah. 
Tristan was a Boy Scout for a while. Okay, yeah, well, they would be okay. Yeah, they'll make oh, they'll make the oh, what's that, what's that meal? Oh, hobo casserole. Oh. Mm. Yeah, okay, Tristan back to the backpack. So like, <laughs> we need to pack a backpack so we just have something that we're going to eat, you know? Because right. I know what Tristan's bringing to the table. Uh-oh. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited about this next session. Um, my goal is to try to start putting out a lot more content for us, whether it's more podcasts, mm-hmm. um, live streams on Facebook. Um, the one thing I definitely want to know from you parents is what's something you 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 know, what's a platform you definitely want to see? What's a platform you don't want to see your kids on? I know internet is a big safety thing, um, but maybe that'd be something that you can email us on because I really want to try to promote and share what it is that we do at this school and what we do with you as a tribe. Um, and I think there's so many amazing tools that we have at our disposal that, that, our disposal that we're not quite using yet. Um, and I, I just want to take advantage of it. And they're completely free. I want to piggyback our... on that and make it I'm still working on the blogs. Like, I'm, I haven't forgotten. I haven't given up. <laughs> no, we just come. we don't do blogs here. I think, I think the thing is... We do blogs. Yes. You're going to invent the slog. I'm remember, slog don't forget singing, that. So yes. I'm waiting on the slog. Let I go of the blog. I have the Give first me verse. the slog. The first verse is done. I did a... Uh, I gave Eddie a little sneak peek, and he didn't, like, corn, like All right, well, cry. All right, bust Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, not, Don't rush your movie. Don't rush my slog. Uh, okay. Fair enough. I understand. Art needs its time. To but there's up. so much that happens that stopping and writing and having yes. to put that into words is is um That's why we do the podcast. Yeah. I, I think that's something I'm learning is that there's a, there's a time and medium. Uh, I think 25% of the content that you're creating or the time it takes for you to create that content so mm-hmm. that you can yeah. put out the other 75%. It shouldn't take you so long to do it. So mm-hmm. if a blog takes you long enough you know, to, to update and it only takes us maybe 30 minutes to post a podcast. Well, I think record. also it's just the difference of, you know what I mean? Like and, and people ask, you know, well, what makes the STEAM Academy different? Well, some of what of it is how we do things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are in arts and technology and entrepreneurship, right? And we focus on this thing. So it makes sense that, that we're going to um, share our stories and, and, and share what's going on in the studio in, in the creative ways that we do. And, and we do that. So this podcast is our answer to the blog, mm-hmm. you know? And we use photos and we use videos on our Facebook page and Instagram accounts to get a sneak peek and to show the great things that our students are doing, to share that with the world, to hopefully inspire others. So, yeah, I just I don't ever see us writing a blog. I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I haven't given up on it. I'm yeah, just saying. Maybe well, you I mean, can that's tweet. cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> maybe you can tweet. It's only 140 they, characters. Wait, didn't they double it? Or is it still, or was that what they took it up to? I think it's 140. Okay, we don't have a tweeter yet. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell DNA, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> well, parents, if you, if you can, do us a favor. Uh, you fill out fill out the survey, send it in, um, so that way we can know you know what's working, what's not working, and it's self evaluation. It's best, and it's your opportunity to tell us directly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, if you can, please, if you know of a single family or student that you think a STEAM Academy might benefit them. Send them the podcast. Send them. Send them um, the, an email. Um, shoot them our Facebook page. Invite them um, to an open house. Invite them to Tell an open them to house. Schedule a tour. That was another thing. Really quickly, our open house that oh, was this we week was. We had no space for anyone. It yeah, was packed. It was packed. Completely packed. Um, and, and we met some exciting families with mm-hmm. some really kind mm-hmm. of exciting and interesting kids that are. I think that we're going to see a few of them, and I'm excited to, to just keep growing our tribe. It's, yes. Believe it or not, but this time next mm-hmm. year, it's gonna it's gonna blow up, and it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're already looking at a new space. Yep. And I wouldn't. I 
knock on wood, but I would say probably start having to look for even bigger space. Around we, this I time think we've year. already accepted that it's you know our, it's our temporary next step space. You know, mm-hmm. maybe two, three years there max. We can use um, we have we have more outside space and. Uh, we've almost the place we're looking at. If we, if we end up getting the place that we're looking at, it almost doubles our size instantly. Uh, gives us great outdoor space where we can bring even more stuff. A full kitchen. <laughs> we're gonna have so much fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and even has room if I need to add on temporary space. So again, but we're already like, yeah, that's a two or three year plan, and then we're gonna have to you know keep going up until mm-hmm. we, you know, have our place that is our magical everything. It's place. it's gonna be great, and I'm I'm going to one of the lessons I've learned is. Um, it's it's not really creating content, it's documenting. Mm-hmm. And if you document what's going on, you, people are going to come. People share are stories. Watch. That's sharing what it is. You're just sharing stories. Not and... trying to come up with some gimmicky no. way to This is life, edit. right? Yes. This is what it looks like. It and it's interesting. Life is interesting <laughs> on its own, you know? I don't, that's why I stopped kind of editing the podcast. Yeah. It's just like whatever we say, whatever you know, comes out, and, and we trust what we say. So we both put it <laughs> right. out. Um, but yeah, so next next this coming year, just expect a lot more content coming from us. Um, I was sharing all the adventures. It's it's yeah. gonna be a fun ride. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, all right, so that'll do it for today. Like I said, please uh, you know follow us on Facebook, go to our website, um, share our podcast. We're gonna be on, we're on Google Play, we're on um, iTunes, <laughs> and. Sooner or later, we're going to be on Facebook Live audio broadcast. We're going to figure that out, but that should be coming oh, up Oh, that's really going to be soon. fun. So we can live broadcast, we can live on, Facebook broadcast on Facebook. People can talk with us right live at that time and ask um, questions you and can, stuff. You can get on Facebook. I'll have the comments ready. So whatever questions, whatever comments, whether you're in the area or not, um, I, I need can to prep myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like radio. It's, we're going to have a camera too, Nikki, so they can see us. Yeah, just right there on your face. Oh, I'm going to have to choreograph my slog. Oh, wait. I'm already planning on well that does it for today thank you so much for listening um as always i'm mr eddie miss nicole miss nikki tom silva (laughs) and as always keep learning